0: Mama, I got bad news, bad news. I've been rolling with some bad dudes. Bad dudes, I've been trying to get a bag, too,
1: a bag too. Hello, listeners. Welcome to I the Ashes to Awesome Podcast, to. Rising Mama, in Recovery. News, Our podcast provides light, hope, and understanding about addiction and mental health to those living within that life and the people who love them. Today's episode is brought to you by Revolution Recovery, helping men recover and become their best selves through support and treatment. They've been there and they understand. Hello, everybody, watchers, listeners, supporters of all kinds. Welcome to the Ashes Dawson Podcast. We'll start that over. Hello, everybody, watchers, listeners, supporters of all kinds. Welcome to another episode of Kaleidoscope Wednesday on the Ashes Dawson Podcast. I'm your host, Chuck LaFlange, and with me in virtual studio halfway around the world, Ryan Bathgate. How are you doing today, Ryan? Uh,
2: yeah, yeah, good, sure. I'm. You know, I don't, I don't really like that one. Um... <laughs> I'm, Lisa I'm, worried uh, about that now, too, by the way. Right? I know. I heard
1: that. <laughs> I heard that. Uh, the ramble. What well, You know uh, what? I, I, I'll, I'll interrupt real quickly because it's very relevant. Mike Miller here at the Yatra. How are you doing today? I'm good. Why? Right? He always <laughs> ask me why. I was like, I fucking hate it when you do that, man. Right? But it's, yeah. you know. Well,
2: it's stop real. using the word good.
1: Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I like So, how, how are to
2: you a... Yeah. 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 Uh, Things are well, you know. It's it's be honest. My my uh brakes have hit the the what do you call it? The you know the, the grind strip. That's oh, okay. So
1: I guess that's funny. Okay, yeah. It's usually squeals. Yeah, first, I, I, actually, I don't anyway.
2: hear. It, I yeah. feel it in my feet when I hit the the pedal. Ah, okay. But okay. eventually it turns into awfulness. So yeah. yeah. I just need to have a, a day yeah. off so I can change yeah. my brakes. Fair enough. Can't Fair enough. fathom paying someone to do that.
1: That's such an easy job, right? You know. Right? So,
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is. And they didn't want to charge you like seven hundred bucks, and then they find five other things wrong with your car. <laughs> <I> remember <laughs> you back know? when
1: you were when you were in the game and you could just get, trade somebody a little bit of something for that stuff,
2: you know? <laughs> I, I, yeah, and I, I also had time to do it myself. <laughs> All the time in the world. Yeah, like I, get, I guess I could fit it in before my round of golf and hitting <laughs> the gym and going to the club. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. There's no buts. You know. So now I got to wait till Saturday to do it because that's the next day that I'll have.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you should have some orders left still by then. So,
2: and if I don't, um, we'll <laughs> see how long they last. <laughs> Life's an adventure. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. Yeah. So no. So, yeah. No. Uh, Life, life's great, man. I mean, to be honest, uh, <laughs> I've consistently had worse days in my life. Every day is an all right day, even in my. And then there's no, you know, there's no such thing as a bad day anymore. With the right lens, you know. Yeah, right. I go yeah. back to the old old saying from a friend of mine used to always say, "You don't learn shit on your good days." And yeah, uh, there is that. There is that. Yeah. 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 So. Right. Even when I do have a challenging day, I mean, you know, work work is picked up with some portfolio uh, shifting, uh, yeah. especially around this time of year is a big fundraising season for us. So, uh, of course, it is. Uh, but it's been fun, and it's uh, it's also given a lot of of staff uh, the opportunity to shine, which is exactly what's happening. So it's always nice to see. Um, people it's that good. i work closely with uh be recognized for their skills so that's yeah, awesome that's cool that's awesome yeah, yeah. Um, You? i'm in thailand man i'm in thailand at the auto
1: treatment center what, what, i'm great that's what i am every day is great right why <laughs> you know what <laughs> touché, touché. you know what man like this morning i know we got to record early you know because it's early here i know it's late there um mm i'm up at like six i'm in the pool i'm like doing my laps i'm stretching out i'm like i'm pretty close to ninja status now i'm just saying right i'm getting super flexible i'm kind of embracing yoga where i was was really frustrated by the yoga thing for a minute and then um and i kind of stepped back from it so now we are doing um um, i was doing pool yoga as a way to kind of get into it, right? I haven't done anything for 10 mm-hmm. years physically, like nothing <laughs> physically for 10 years. And all of a sudden, I'm like doing origami and meditation at the same time with my body, right? Like it's just nuts, right? So, um, so we eased into it. We got a new yoga, inst- not a new, the old, the, the original yoga instructor came back. And here's the funny thing about guys. So Justin, who is filling in, wonderful guy. Um, I, I've told you all about him, right? He's, he's a mindfulness teacher. He's, he's amazing, right? Oh, yeah. And he's very good at his job. Um, Carrie, who's the full-time instructor here, is a little more gentle in her approach Mm -hmm. um, and and, and also very, very good at what she does. So I had that time in the pool to kind of get used to it. And then Carrie comes back from her holidays and Justin's gone. So the combination between the gentle approach and the stretching in the pool and all that stuff is kind of, okay, you know what? I'm going to go back to land yoga. And here's Mm -hmm. the thing about guys. If it wasn't an attractive woman standing up there doing the teaching, I'd probably still be in the pool. Right, But I'm like, I'm, I'm too much pride. I'm going to show her that I'm, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's horrible. And it's not like there's some sort of weird attraction thing going on. It's just immediately attractive woman. Okay. Now I'm going to man up. Right. Like, what the hell is that?
0: Right. Uh, you know? I, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it's like, yeah. uh, if, if you ever want, this is something I learned in the treatment center. If you ever want somebody to get something done or something, you question their integrity.
1: Yes.
0: And man yes, yeah.
2: will never ever do, you know, if you say, wow. Uh, I guess if you don't have any integrity, well, I guess you wouldn't do that. They went, like, Oh, hi, integrity? It's already done. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Exactly, so, uh, exactly, right. yeah, it's like yeah. It's one of those little little social tapestry hacks. Yeah, Challenge a man's yeah. integrity if you want something done. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You mentioned that once before in a, in a thing. So, and the same idea here, most certainly. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, all in all, no, the experience is wonderful. Um, I, I was telling you off air about the experience I had on this big giant canoe on crack, I call it, the long tail boat trying to get in. Yeah. Uh, Turned into uh-huh. a, an elephant seal rolling over the side of a boat. It was quite humiliating at the time. Everyone there handled it with a lot of class, and it wasn't until I started going into a comedic rant about it that everyone like let out the laughter that was no doubt being pent up inside. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Which I appreciated, you, you know. Right. You know, so yeah. Did you call
2: the uh, captain Ahab after that? I called the captain something, but it wasn't Ahab. <laughs> that's a. Uh, I can tell you that. Yeah. That's yeah. a uh, literary joke. Yes. Yes, from Moby Dick. Yeah yeah right yeah I'm not,
1: I'm not completely completely unlearned
2: right so wow yeah. i mean i don't know many many people that are into melville these days but
1: i've never read moby dick i just happen to know that ahab was a captain oh okay
2: so. great book if you ever yeah. get the chance i've heard i've heard yep. it's, it's
1: got it's metaphoric to all sorts of things in life and right so yeah,
2: yeah you know and like you know it's funny like i was watching a movie i don't know i watched a bunch this weekend and I was like, man, so many movies are based off of the Canterbury Tales. You have a bunch of people that gather together. Each one represents something. And the irony is that the thief is actually the most honest guy. Like, you know, Canterbury Tales, they all, do you know Canterbury Tales? No, I don't have a clue what you're talking about right now. Seven Deadly Sins. It's based on each character. They do a pilgrimage to Jerusalem from England in the 1500s. And okay. each person in the pilgrimage represents a sin, and they have the thief, and the thief is the guy that's the most honest. Whereas, like, you know, the doctor is super selfish, and, or or one of them's greedy, or one of them's you know, yeah. Am no, I going to name no, no. Uh, sloth, envy? I, I don't. I don't think I could name all seven of them. Sloth, even... envy, gluttony, greed,
1: greed shit I, you know what I, my reference is all coming from that seven movie right yeah, yeah.
2: different ways they died but and you know. that movie that's canterbury tales is in that movie they, they read that book to find oh, the killer okay, okay well i'm not
1: like you that way i don't remember details about these things right so yeah i read it in
2: grade 11 it was nah, a good book nah. there you go sloth envy Sorry. greed pride ju- uh sloth envy greed pride gluttony uh Got Envy is the one where he finds the head. Yeah. The very end, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh there's the lawyer. There's the guy that he eats to death. What about the guy that, that he like keeps alive enough to be still decomposes? I do remember that quite vividly. And I can't okay. remember what sin that was. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. It's 2023. And in 2023, oh. we have the Google machine. Yes, we do. End of the barroom <laughs> argument.
1: That's what Google yes. was. End of the barroom argument. Yeah. Remember back in the day when, like, you'd have to wake up a buddy at three o'clock in the morning to decide who got the most points in 2018. Right. <laughs> so we're, we're going to call Ryan. We're going to call Ryan. Whatever yeah. Ryan says, that's, that's going to be that's that's going to be the answer. So we can stop arguing about this. And then you would All say right. something different, and then we'd have to go to the parking lot and fight it out, and then fight to their beer. And then Some bike racks. That. There's a whole generation uh, of people that just don't get that now, right?
2: Okay, you, know, you ready for this? hmm Listeners, I know you've been waiting at the end of your seat. Yes. yes. Uh, lust, Bated gluttony, breath. greed, lust. sloth, wrath, and, and... Wrath. Oh, and wrath, pride. And pride, you and said pride of course. Yeah. yeah. Pride yeah. is yeah. one that I've always struggled with, because being <laughs> proud of something... <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, it, but it, it, you know, again, well, according to Canterbury Tales, it's a sin, actually, according to the Bible, but I don't know anything about that. Yeah. So, uh, and then it, I used to have this guy who, who I would argue with all the time. He's like, well, if you replace I'm proud of with I'm grateful for, it becomes a completely different thing, yet you're saying the same thing. Yeah. And so I was like, so, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That's now, funny that now, you say like that right now, because announced.
1: I made a read of the best ways to reduce stigma is with education. If you still have questions that we haven't answered on today's show, you can learn more about Together We Can's Education Group at TWCRecoveryLife.org.
2: Hi everybody, this is Carl with today's public service announcement about Naloxone, or as it's more commonly known, Narcan, a medication that can help save the life of somebody experiencing an opioid overdose. Did you know that in 2021, opioids were responsible for over 7,000 deaths in Canada and 106,000 deaths in the United States? These numbers are staggering, but there is hope. Narcan is a medication that can reverse the effects of an opioid overdose and help save a life. Narcan is available for free at participating pharmacies and harm reduction centers across Canada and is also available without a prescription at most pharmacies in the United States. Now, I know most of you won't be around people using opioids, but you never know when it will be around you, and you could save the life of someone who is loved and who loves. saying the same thing yeah and
1: so, I was like, so yeah, okay that makes sense that's funny that you say that right now because i made a reel, and i know you don't really get much of a chance to watch some of the, my short form content that i put out um it was actually coming back from that uh from that excursion with the uh the canoe on crack that it that the stuff had really occurred to me and it's something you had also said occurred to me around the same time about if we treated ourselves like we treat our best friend right <laughs> so you're friend makes a mistake you give him room for that mistake your friend does Mm -hmm. something awesome you give him credit for that we don't Mm -hmm. do that for ourselves we never do right and then i got to thinking about how a year ago i wouldn't get on a bus with 30 people on it right terrified i would turn around and get off the trauma i was so traumed out i call you know ptsd all that Mm i was a i was a fucking mess as a human being it's a train wreck a month or two, three weeks ago now, I got on a goddamn plane with 400 people to fly halfway <laughs> around the world to live in a place I don't really know anybody to, to in a life I have no idea what comes next. And I just, I took a moment to myself. And I said, like, I'm really proud of myself for doing that, right? And so then and it, and it keeps coming, buddy. It keeps, there's all sorts of Ryanisms in this one. So, <laughs> and then I'm thinking about how recovery is a deficit term, as you've said in the show multiple times. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know what, man? No, like, this is... And I can, I still will use the word recovery because a lot of us are recovering from something. Honestly,
2: because I do too, no. don't have a better word.
1: Right? Well said. Yeah,
2: I just don't like it. Yeah, well said, well said. <laughs> That's all. And it's
1: like, this is like... This isn't... Re- this is me, like, working on the next unwritten chapter in a story where anything's possible. And again, this is... These are your words, right? That are really resonating with me. I and mean, I said all of this in the short form, too, right? In the real... So then... Ah, uh, yeah. I don't remember what the fuck I was going to say. Oh, and lastly, the last bit of that was if a broken version of me with the support of so many people can do what we've done already, and we've done something, right? We've done something and we know we have. We get, the, we get the messages, we get, you know, the feedback, all those things. What can a healed version of me do with all of this tribe, with all my people, right? And it's amazing when you stop and think about that, how many people we can help. You Know what I mean? So, recover. What the fuck am I recovering from?
2: You're added <laughs> like, to what already exists.
1: Yeah. Also, right, you know? I
2: have to, I'm, I can't, just can't let this go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. None of us are broken. Yeah. yeah. Variations of hurt. Yeah. Nobody's broken. Yeah. And I, I I don't like, don't like when people reference themselves as broken because they're not. It felt broken. It felt really broken there for a while. Sure. Right? You know, right? So,
1: yeah. Sure. Yeah.
2: So, yeah. But, but, we, we are all it's a gestalt we are we are a gestalt we are complete we're yeah. always complete and we add to what already exists
1: yeah right so
2: so yeah decent, well that's way. cool that's cool yeah i yeah, like that right? i like so, that yeah
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like that you thought of me
1: i really did i really did right like it was just holy shit man that's a lot of riotisms in one thought well never okay
2: adhd i never have a thought yeah <laughs> Right. <laughs> what like sixty-five <laughs> rapid fire thoughts. Yeah, exactly. That somehow blend into one. Sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes Where's sometimes like we're keys? talking
1: about using stolen copper to crochet, right? Like that like, like, yeah. shit. That one came up recently as well. So right, right. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. yeah. Anyway, anyway. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So hey, this week we were gonna talk about boundaries and 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 enabling
2: and the difference. Yes. Yeah, and so uh, that had come yeah. up because uh, of, the, of that ramble with, uh, with Jason. Well, um, you know
1: what? It came up again in this last weekend's ramble. I don't think you've had a chance to listen to it. I haven't, no. Um... Angie with Far Canada, Families for Addiction Recovery. Okay. One of the fundamentals, one of the very first things they do when they're helping families deal, navigate those waters is to help the family understand that to the person who is suffering, their actions make sense. What they're doing is actually, and this you can absolutely resonate with this because you've said a dozen yeah. things to that effect, right? Yeah. post structural yeah. helping the family to understand mm-hmm. that what that person is doing makes sense, right? They're mm-hmm. they're coping with this or they're coping with that, and you so, know, so if you can help a family to understand that, then the whole process just becomes a little easier to accept and, and to, to navigate, right? So,
2: yeah, but um, I mean, in, in order to like, this is this is why, um. The boundaries piece is, is so important because we have to know where we stand. Like, and I mean, literally, I have to know where I'm standing in order to make any movements. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I need to know who I am. And, and, and boundaries is just, it, to me, it's, it's such a simple yet powerful premise. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand boundaries really simply is this is where I end and you begin. Yeah. yeah, and so you know what you know what happens when we cross someone's boundary is we are now in there where they are, and mm-hmm. imp imposing ourselves over top of their existence, okay. and that's a crossing of boundaries. The thing about boundaries though is like it it, it is co- directly correlated to the development of intrinsic resource. When we set a boundary. We there's a space between our boundary and our being, and in that okay. space we grow and fill. That's the self esteem, self worth, self respect, mm-hmm. and so uh, a boundary is really a statement of existence.
0: Okay. okay, yep.
2: You know people people with poor boundaries they negotiate self worth. That's what happens when we stop start muddying the lines is we start negotiating our intrinsic resources. I will say adamantly self-worth is never on the table for negotiation ever. Mm-hmm. And yet how often do we do that? And, you know, and I think, and so the practical application, they're you all know, like, um, you know, if you don't do this, I'm, you, I'm never going to speak to you again. I'm going to kick you out of the house, whatever. If you do this, you know what I mean? We do these things where we yeah. paint ourselves into a corner. And I always say, yeah. no, 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 big mistake. Like, yeah. Putting a definite on something is awful because all you're doing is, I mean, invariably whoever it is that's in the throes of um, tendencies, addiction tendencies can say all the things they want, but it's, it's limbic and, and nervous system. Limbic. It's limbic. It's the emotion memory part of our brain. It is the here. i I'll, I'll for, for, for listeners, watchers, viewers, sorry. Um, I'm making a fist here, and this is the brain. So we have the oldest part of our brain being the stem or medulla magata or central nervous system. So so that's basically reptilian, I guess, would be the other term. Uh, In here, we have the limbic system. That's the second oldest part of our brain or the middle, I guess, the middle child, and that's motion memory. And that connects to the cerebral cortex, which is the newest part of our brain. That's this stuff here. And Mm -hmm. so... When we are in fight or flight response, when our cortisol levels are high, or we're in a state of survival mode, we we have limited access to, to the cerebral cortex. Cerebral yeah. cortex is where we have rational decisions, we have reason, our identity, our personality, our flair, all exists in that. So when we get when we're lost in addiction, we're essentially working out of limbic and and central or or, or reptilian part of our brain. That's yeah. why you know when, when people find um you know a healing process with that they start to feel alive again well that's what that is they start to feel themselves you should see the personality coming up that glimmer in their eye you know that glimmer Mm -hmm. in their eye is access to the parts of their brain they need to to have identity which is you know Mm -hmm. creative and all that that, right hemisphere stuff and so um so they're not people aren't looking to break to to stomp on your boundaries it's not that's not what people that are, you know, family members are trying to do. And they're not even trying to hurt you. The fact that you're hurt, it, 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 it even uh, works against the process because now shame sett- settles in and I'm not enough and I don't deserve comes in, right? And so, yeah. that, and then that just reinforces the need to cope, which puts us back in a state of fight or fight. And yeah. then we're yeah. in- back into the throes and, and it's going to happen all over again. So I say, like, for me, it's never a good idea to make definites. Now, there is...
1: Seeking a path to heal from trauma? Discover Yatra Center in Phuket, Thailand. Yatra specializes in EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing, a groundbreaking therapy transforming lives globally. Why choose Yatra? Nestled in the tranquility of Phuket, Thailand. Yatra offers both online outpatient services and immersive residential programs. Their expert therapists ensure that traumatic memories are processed, becoming less intense and more manageable. Research-backed and globally recognized, Yatra's EMDR approach doesn't just ease the pain, it targets the very core, facilitating deep healing. Whether you're at home or at their serene center, Yatra paves your way from trauma to tranquility. Don't let the past overshadow your present. Choose Yatra, transform pain into strength, and step into a brighter future. Visit YatraSector.com and embark on your healing journey.
2: It's never a good idea to make definites. Now, there okay. is, having said that, I believe it's important to know when to love from afar. I, I think that, uh, that, and that's what boundaries are about. It's it's. The, I don't love you any less. It's just that. I'm, I'm out of capacity. I don't have any more room left and I need space from this madness. And I, and you know, and that, that is an acceptable, uh, 100%. you have every right to you protect I mean? you
1: with yours, right? right? Every right, right. On, it's... on any level, psychologically, mentally, and, and you know, you know, all of that stuff emotionally, you know?
2: Yeah. So what happens though, when you set a boundary that is, it's, it's like you set a boundary that pushes the person against the wall. The mm-hmm. only way that person can move is to break that boundary, which is gonna, invariably is going to happen. So yep. what do we negotiate now? Now we're we're in a spot where we either have to act out on the thing that we promised we would do, which we really don't want to do, and we know yep. is not the best thing. Mm-hmm. So, Or we sacrifice our intrinsic resources, our self-worth, our self-esteem, yep. our self-respect. We give that away, and now, now we're marked. So now yeah. we know that there aren't any boundaries. That this person is not standing where they stand. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And and they can yeah. be pushed around. And now and you know and it's, and again it's still not out of malice. It's just like okay, well now I have an, ease, an easier avenue to get to what I want. This person now stands as somebody who's going to help me get my whatever it is I need to cope with whatever I haven't dealt with. Yeah. And right. so, and now we have entered into the position of an, of an enabler. And so, you know what I mean? And, and it happens that yeah. quick, like,
0: yeah, so, just,
2: yep. you know, boundaries are, 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 I think they need to be manageable. Yeah. I, I will not stand to be talked to a certain way. I will not stand to be treated a certain way. And I'm not mm-hmm. even expressing consequences other than in my power, I control my effort, my commitment, my environment, my perception. So, in this case, this might be an environment thing where I'm gonna control my environment by by not being in yours. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I and yeah. that doesn't mean and it might and, and you know, like for me, I articulate with honesty and transparency. I okay. am I am stepping back from this and this is why. You know yeah. but, but, but uh I have no I have no more capacity for this. Um this is this is starting to cost me uh, the things that I need to be able to feel fulfilled in my life. And I'm going to have to take some time to heal with that before I can return to trying to help the situation. In the mm-hmm. meantime, I hope you understand that th- these actions have consequences and some of those consequences are difficult. Yeah. You know, but yeah. the um. consequence and any other thing is like, often the consequences that we impose are nothing in comparison to the consequences of the world Mm
0: -hmm.
2: because Mm -hmm. we still have love there. And if you look at the organic world, there's love, but there's also a harshness to it. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Animals eat animals, animals eat babies, eat eggs, you know, like there's some, there's some, there's some really harsh things out in the world. So like, um, it's, it's kind of like, the hard part is like now i'm exposing my loved one to the cold harsh reality of the world without me there and that's a difficult place to be but if we're negotiating our self-worth we're useless to that individual because now we're just becoming part of that cold hard world by being an enabler and yes. enabling is yeah. not love
1: no no no, no. it's such a balance there i feel for every single family member every single loved one out there you mm-hmm. know like that's What a what a difficult place to navigate. What a difficult you know thing to have to deal with. Yeah. So you know, and it's for me. I get those messages as you know. I get them often. Um, my advice is always the same: that you are loved, and and this is important. This is really important when your your boundaries and all of that have to be respected. Assuming your loved one knows they're loved, Mm -hmm. I think is probably the most common mistake in Mm -hmm. my limited though very lived experience, mm-hmm. right? Um, they don't. When, when someone's in the throes of active addiction, that's what they know. They know active addiction, right? Yeah. And, and to assume they know they're loved and to assume they know that they can come back to you is not, generally speaking,
2: correct. So I would say, right? if you're going to assume that they're loved, you should also assume that they don't feel like they deserve that love.
1: Right, right.
2: And that, that's you know, what happens. It's like there's no way this person could love me 100%. That's what
1: happens, right? Yeah, and yeah, those wrong misconceptions on my part in active addiction, and I said this a million times, were the Mm boot on my neck, Mm -hmm. right? For a very, very, very long time until my mom shifted things and started to make sure I knew I was loved. Mm -hmm. And for me, that was the beginning of the end of the chaos.
2: Yeah, you know, you know, like loved is loved also means not alone,
1: yeah, yeah, right, Right. and and,
2: and to me. Addiction is isolation,
1: one hundred percent, man, one hundred percent. And so you can, you
2: can party it up with
1: your buddies for a minute, but by the time addiction, the chaos starts to take control of your life, man. That is that is a lonely, lonely
2: place to be. If you're in the state of character, the character of addiction, yeah, it, the party's yeah. been over a long time. Let's be yeah. honest, right? You know, right. and and in
1: today's world, more so than ever, right? Yeah. With you know where, where these yeah. drugs are.
2: So, I mean, you know, having said that, I think um, I think it's 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 what's important. OK, how, how do we how, let's just say how do we how do we use boundaries effectively? So now we yeah. understand a boundary is. And, and like I said, I keep things simple. This is where I ended you begin. That makes me it reminds me of what the boundary is. So mm-hmm. to allow someone to cross my boundary and not not. Stand behind that or uphold that boundary is to negotiate my self worth. Once my yeah. self worth is depleted, now I'm in a state of coping as well. How do I cope? This is where uh, that other side comes in, and and we see the enabling tendencies come in. So it's it turns and, into and a dependency. Black... Well, right? well, well, well <laughs> yeah. So it turns into a black or yeah. white thing, uh, yeah. which yeah. is you know you're either an you become an enabler or it's a complete shutout. Uh, you know, like I'm with the, the the old school way, like
1: yeah, which we yeah, uh, I don't need yeah. to get into how I feel wow. about that.
2: I think that's well known by now. Yeah, I think so. It's, you know, yeah. but I mean, you know, the, yeah. The, the, yeah. The ter- this is where the terms like junkie come in. Yeah. You know, and people, yeah. I think yeah. people use that as a way to cope themselves. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, when we when we become an enabler, um, really what we're doing is we we have. We have devastated our intrinsic resources to the point of, like you said, codependency. Codependency is a lack of self-worth and the idea that I need an extrinsic source to supplement my intrinsic loss, Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, okay. It makes perfect sense. So a boundary is very simply an act of love. If you're using a boundary correctly, or who am I to say what's correct, if you're using one effectively, uh, you are still uh, in the realm of loving another human being, doing everything you can, including standing up for yourself and making sure that you are in a state that is fit to be of support for that individual. And when we set a boundary that can't possibly be upheld, we are essentially writing uh, an enabler ticket. Yeah. You're either looking yeah. at enabling or cutting out, and I don't and, think and either, either of, those of those are, are answer. an answer. Both of those what? end up in isolation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right. And it's like right. two lonely people together. That's codependency. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Right. So, um, so uh, the other, I get, and the other way, the other way is that 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 love and support model. So if I'm able to uphold my boundary and I set those boundaries, and so it's, you know, it looks like um, I'm willing to, you know, I'll. uh, I'll help you get a resume. I'll find it. I'll help you get into treatment. I'll help you get to detox. I will um, make sure that you have food if you need that. Uh, but however, you're, I'm not. I will not be giving you money. Um, yeah. Or, but yeah. you know, like, dude, I've given money before to people that are dope sick, and I don't didn't feel like an enabler, and still don't. And I know, you know, you know
1: and I know. Sometimes you're just helping a person avoid.
2: I know how she ended up suffering.
1: it is suffering. And here's sleep. the thing when I was in Regina, I gave like 40 of my last $60 <laughs> to my friend Jess, right? So that she could, so she could, so she could, cop, she, so she could pick up, right? And enabling, no, it's not. Because here's the thing if I didn't help her, she's still like, she's going to, you know what? I'll, I'll be blunt. Just one more dick, she's got to suck. <laughs> and she's going to. Right. No. That's the reality of that. She's gonna go out and she's gonna do what she has to do to score. So I just gave her a break from that for a minute. Mm-hmm. If I consistently give her money, if she's calling and asking me for it, then I turn into an A. But mm-hmm. you know, I just help somebody avoid another day of hell, that's all. Or another half a day of hell,
2: really. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's Is all that was. But you got some you know. kind of weird sound going on in the back there. Is it still going on? No, it's not there now.
1: Yeah, it's because I touched the the boom on the microphone here. So oh, I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, and that, and that, and that's just it. And so, like, um, I think that you know, Brene Brown says clear is kind. So, being yeah. clear, being articulate, uh, and transparent, yeah. I think is is a different, a unusual sense of kindness for most. In yeah. saying that, you know, upholding your boundary is an act of kindness, mm-hmm. uh, even though their the reaction typically is not taken that way. But that's because you, it's a threat to. To the existence of the lonely addict, you know, pardon the 100% the stigma yeah. but yeah. Um, yeah, like anytime that that's threatened, you're going to have an animalistic reaction like, uh, you know, a hungry dog protecting his last morsel. Like that, that's yeah. what that addiction 100%. looks like. And so, uh, yeah. I would say take, this is a really good place to t- practice. Take nothing personal That if it unless it ends in I love you or thank you. And that's a yeah, really good place like to, that to learn that. I love that. that. Um, and yeah. Because you're going to set a boundary and they're not going to like it because they're not going to benefit from it. They it, it, yeah. From the optics, they're not going to yeah. But ultimately, yeah. there is benefit.
1: We and know my, that there's absolutely yeah, going to benefit. It,
2: it, it, and that, and right? you know, yeah. your mom's a really good example of that because um, look at how you see her now. Look yeah, at how you right. how yeah. you think of her now, and and she held firm boundaries and didn't confuse um, uh, a boundary with um, an attack.
1: Which, by the way, by the way, by the time you're all listening to this, it's Mom's birthday. Yeah.
2: Wow! So When's that?
1: Wednesday, the twenty second, yeah, is Mom's birthday.
2: So, on so, your, yeah. so it's already her birthday in your world.
1: In my world, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So. Happy okay. birthday,
1: mom! If you happen to listen to this on the same day, she, it'll probably take her a month before she gets to this one. But she does listen to them all. Sometimes she just has to, you know, she gets well, around of them. I'll say happy so, belated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. So, like, you know, like it, it, the boundaries and 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 what's the opposite of enabling? Support. So, support. Oh, there you go. Right. Right. Yeah, and, like, and so it, a boundary is it, is support.
1: To, to focus in on a couple, like you know, de- devils in the details. Feeding your loved one, and I don't give a shit what they spent their money on. I just don't. Yeah. In my mind, it's never going to be enabling them. Why even ask? You're you're just feeding a person, right? And but and it's it's something that comes up often in in the Facebook groups, where I have to, you know, I, quite often I have to take a breath and just not engage. Mm-hmm. Some people, it's a feeding frenzy sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. When you get into to groups that are you know for family members and that, but. Um, if you're feeding somebody who is hungry, you are just feeding somebody who's hungry. Why does it have to, you know, right? I know they spent their money on dope, but they're hungry, so feed them, right? It's like, and, just like, you know, yeah.
2: Um, mm. Compulsive drug users use drugs. Yeah. What do you right. expect? You right. know what I mean? That's yeah. the old scorpion and the frog, man. Like, <laughs> right. like right. I, yeah. I, for me, yeah. yeah you, you have an addiction to a drug. I expected that you did what you did could to get that drug. Like, I'm not taking yeah. that personal. No, no, you know, I mean? right. you know what I mean. If, you, if I gave you twenty bucks and you said you're gonna get cheeseburgers with it, and you didn't, what did you think they're <laughs> like?
0: Come on, <laughs> like, yeah, this, yeah, I, and you right. know,
2: and why don't we just take yeah. away the need to lie? Because that lie reinforces mm. their own shitty feelings about themselves. Absolutely, about lying to their loved one.
1: In my newfound sobriety and clarity and in, in, in a lot of the things that I've learned here um, recording with you, Ryan, um, and I've said a couple times, you don't need to lie to me. Just don't. Yeah. It's pointless. I'm not going to believe you when you do anyway. I'm not going to judge you when you tell me the truth. So just don't. What's but, the fuck? Like, just don't. Furthermore, right? you know, right?
2: <laughs> expect a magic to happen when you stop lying. Yeah. yeah. You know, because something right. trans- transforms. There's a paradigm shift when we realize yeah. that we don't have to anymore. When, Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. It, yeah. it, and, and that is, it, that is literally fighting the stigma. Yeah. And so yeah. creating yeah. A, a, a transparency, I think it's so more. It, it was like, you know, I, we had a, we had a treatment center and we introduced a women's program. It used to be all men's and it was like, Oh, what are we going to do? They're going to start sleeping with each other. <laughs> like, Yeah. Pretty much everywhere in the world, you put men and women together, that's going to happen. And so <laughs> my thing was like, why don't we take the need, take away the need to lie? and impose yeah. a a trajectory of learning how to have healthy relationships. Okay. Why don't we take it as an opportunity to teach something instead of having creating a reason for them to be dishonest? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I just don't understand. And so, like, when it comes mm-hmm. to, like, the whole addiction thing, it's like, you know what, like, let's just get it, let's get it all on the table. Yeah. Whether I like the mm-hmm. answers or not is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know wh- whatever they're putting on the table in that honesty is the way i feel about it what does that matter compared to the way i've been feeling about watching my loved one die slowly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and i always say like nothing is gonna hurt me more than i've been hurt so why do we keep thinking we're gonna get hurt more why do we Absolutely. think that that record is gonna be broken every well, time I, I,
1: you know what conversation with somebody from back home or i say back home from Regina.
2: It makes me nuts when they don't
1: answer the text messages, when they don't, you know, everybody with a loved one in addiction knows <laughs> hate that yeah. feeling. Oh, you yeah. know? So when I left Regina, one of the last things I said to her is you have to promise me to just answer. I'm not going to judge you. Yeah. I'm not nothing. I just want to know you're okay. I'm not going to try and push you in any direction. Just please answer the text so that I know you're Okay. And what's that's done for our relationship, and it's just a friend, right? Uh, what has done for our relationship since since leaving has been phenomenal. Yeah, and there's a, there's a degree of honesty there. Now, and, who, okay, I know she's using, but I know she's alive, and that's a hell of a lot better than wondering about both. It goes right? deeper than that, <laughs> you know, Chuck. You know,
2: I mean, right. think about how mm-hmm. you, who you are to her, transforms. You go from right. enemy to trusted support. Who do you think she's going to go to when she's ready and wants help?
1: Damn straight. Damn straight. First call right. is
2: going to be the person that she trusts and doesn't have to lie to, or doesn't feel judged. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Right. And that's why yeah. we set those boundaries because we become a, a boundary is 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 access to uh, to the value of integrity. And once we're becoming mm-hmm. integral beings to somebody else and a safe place, they don't have to be alone anymore. Yeah. And once they don't feel alone anymore, they're going to want more for their life. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. You know
2: what I mean. Right. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, like I, so with the boundary, I say, think about the boundary you're setting. Is it manageable? Is it re- mm-hmm. realistic? And is it, can it become an avenue to create a stronger relationship, i.e., transparency? Yeah. 100%. So I'm, I'm, I need, I need, I will not judge you, but I'm going to need you to be honest. That's a boundary. Yeah. yeah and a realistic right. one. And I would even give room for that person to get used to it because the, yeah. their entire life and the social tapestry and all of the programming and every fucking commercial we've ever seen has always told us how to live and how to be. And if you're not this way, then you're defective. And that mm-hmm. is shame.
0: 100% of so this.
2: <laughs> I, I would think this boundary, I'm going to set this boundary. This boundary is very simple. I'm going to articulate clearly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold kindness in my heart while I do it, and I'm not going to take anything personal. Yep. You've yep. now well established a safe avenue for somebody, when they're ready, to confide yes. in. Because how many times have people been ready with nowhere to go because their families have shut them out. They, you know, they think I'm no. nothing but a liar. They think I'm nothing but a an... You
1: cannot use the words you are loved too often. You can't. No, no
2: you can't. No. Right. You
1: no. Know? Right? There's, and, there's and just, no, there is no There's no. back to, to what I said in the beginning here, it's a very common thing for people to think that that person knows their loved. And I hear it every... Well, they know. Do they? <laughs> do they? And is, are you going to hurt anything by letting them know again today and again tomorrow? Right? But, you're not going to yeah. hurt a damn thing by telling them that. You quite cannot con- do it Quite the too contrary.
2: Much. Think, you think, no. about, think about it. Uh, you're a smart guy, right? I like to think so. <laughs> okay. So do you feel like you have to prove that?
1: Well often. <laughs>
2: <laughs> how does it how does it feel though
1: when yeah, somebody yeah. says that? Yeah, it's 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 great, right? Of course it's it is. It's nice to be valid. Right.
2: I know I'm a smart guy, but I need to hear it sometimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You
2: know right, what I
1: mean? Right. Yeah. Validation. I mean, we all need it. Right. right. You know, right. And when you're wondering if you're lovable, never mind, loved. Right? You you need that validated.
2: And you're I think big, um that so that's enough. an interesting one because that becomes an emergence process that is really cool with the, yeah. the, 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 the day you look at the in the mirror and realize that you've achieved that is a big a big day in your life
1: i straight it is yeah That's straight you no know. yeah. oh,
2: got you with that one <laughs> <He
1: did>. <laughs> <laughs> it's something that just recently has been like fuck man right it's like you know yeah, I know st- we're doing some stuff, and we're you know it's, it feels pretty great. It does, it does, you know.
2: Well, look yeah. at the. I mean, you know, you're carrying yourself dude. You look healthy. You like you know what I mean. Like it's yeah, just, thank you. It's yeah. all different, yeah, right. and I've also noticed. And you have, mm. now you're going to prove my point here. Mm. How's your vocabulary these days? <laughs> my lexicon has improved exponentially right? <laughs> I, was, I, was listen, I was listening to one of the shows and you started using some words and I'm like this is why I refuse to dump things down
0: because oh, fuck, we're gonna
2: have this argument again get we? <laughs> yeah well everyone has capacity for for understanding. of course I do. do Right. and I think you it's know. a disservice personally I think it's a yeah. disservice. I th- I want people to ask questions. I want people to say, "What does that mean?"
1: Yeah, because yeah, as soon as right. they get an uh, answer, there's now a balance it, with making it connectable, though too right. We're yeah, relatable, so you can keep the, them around long enough to learn it. Right, and that you know? battle between <laughs> you and I will
2: go on until the end of
1: time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a dynamic. That seems to you know, it's starting to pay the bills slowly but surely. So, well, I couldn't
2: yeah. wait to throw that in your face. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: just wait right? for, a week, for a week he's gonna oh, yeah. give me he's yeah, gonna yeah. give me the opening I i'm gonna be there oh that's funny so yeah
2: yeah, um, yeah so we're uh yeah we might want to I, I think we're only gonna get two in maybe, i maybe think so three. too i think maybe so three. too
1: right so um yeah let's jump into the mailbag um i'm gonna try playing this thing if not i'll have to edit it in after the fact yeah. <laughs> today's mailbag is brought to you by black ash radio want to know what happens when the ash awesome podcast and the blacklist podcast get together with two other content creators i'll tell you what happens black ash radio friday nights 6 p.m pacific standard time 9 p.m eastern standard time this live video podcast gives viewers an opportunity to interact with some of the biggest names in recovery content creation Join us for unfiltered, unedited, organic conversation about the hot button issues. You can visit our Facebook page for links or previous episodes. And now. You've got mail. You've got mail. You've got mail.
2: Anyway, sit in.
1: Um, yeah, so the Black Cash Radio, we have, I, I, you know what, I'm not even going to say. Tune into the Facebook. You're going to see who's coming up here once I put the ad together. But we've got a giant content creator, recovery content creator, coming on board for this uh, Black Hat Radio on Friday night, 7 Very p.m. cool. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it's going to be epic. It's going to be awesome. No, um, no. By far the biggest person that I've worked with yet. You messed that up. Right? Oh, did I? 7 p.m. Pacific, 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 Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. 9 p.m. Eastern. Oh, there's three hours. Okay, three hours so, yeah, Pacific that. to Eastern. Shit. Now I gotta read now I gotta redo that commercial anyway. Okay. So anyway. <laughs> you know what? It's because of living in Calgary for so long. I've two uh, hours difference, right? Yeah. So mountain yeah, man. Yeah, right? come on. Yeah. Pull it together. Pull <laughs> it together, Hoarder. Pull it together. all right Anyway. Um so yeah, that's coming up. So let's get into the mailbag here. And I got a couple of good questions for you. it was one I was actually really excited to ask you. So yeah. Um Okay. Ellen in or Ellen in Fanny Bay BC, I should say. Okay, Ellen in Fannie Bay BC says, how do you manage your own self-care given the emotionally intense nature of your work? We've well, we oh. talked about this a few times in the past, but let's get into it.
2: Yeah, no, it's actually a really interesting question. Um, and my answer, and I think I think we've had something like this before because I am. We think, have,
1: we have. Uh, yeah. I get yeah.
2: fat. <laughs> is what I do. Okay,
1: that's not how you've answered in the past. So let's hear that one. <laughs> Unpack that one a little bit. Uh,
2: well, I'll tell you what. Like since I started to do like the deeper work, um, I that was I don't know how many years. Probably in concert with like me getting old and like whatever. I think it was like thirty seven, thirty eight, and that's when I started. I went from like one sixty to eventually I was up to two thirty two at one time. So um, that the ninety started then. So a lot of like neurotic stuff started happening outside of awareness that um could have been coincidental but that is the deficit side uh the asset side to that is like i love the power of oxygen you know you know like i can't say it enough oxygen is what reduces cortisol in our blood so that we Mm -hmm. can access cortisol is the thing that comes along it's a a hormone and it comes into our brain it's a stress hormone and when we're stressed or fight or flight response it comes in and like shuts all these doors to our cerebral cortex, all these different parts of our brain that we need to use to be rational, logical and all that stuff. And so oxygen is the thing that reduces cortisol. They don't hold the same space at the same time, kind of like resentment and compassion don't hold the same space at the same time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, I love the idea of breath. Then, I mean, I do different meditations. Um, I also like to jam as a form of meditation uh but so uh, i'll just go off like the the standard stuff okay sleep hygiene becomes essential um uh the eight 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 balance which i've never been able to achieve in my life uh,
1: (laughs) that sounds made up (laughs)
2: it it is a bit of a poker yeah i think you have to find it by going through a wardrobe uh and traveling on a fucking furry dragon uh, but anyway, and,
1: and and I've heard some <sighs> conflicting stuff about that. Anyway, right? Do you, what, you really need eight hours of sleep?
2: Right?
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you really need eight hours of sleep? Evolutionarily speaking, had what would, would when would we have slept for eight hours in a row before we were in? Cities and towns and villages, right? Well, like it never would have happened. You'd be worried about a lion eating you, or you know what I mean, right? So,
2: yeah, uh, well, you know, at you know, one point you know. in the timeline of man, the life expectancy was like twenty-seven years old. So, Well <laughs> that might have something to do with it too, right? Yeah, but but uh, yeah. plumbing actually has a lot to do with it. But anyways, um, so,
1: yeah, Honestly I know it does. I have, no I totally make massive, all the correlation like instantly, right? But, massive yeah, yeah, jump right.
2: in in life expectancy since plumbing. <laughs> so, <Romance>. uh, so. <laughs> Self-care, diet, exercise, eight, eight and eight, yeah. I'm going to say it, eight sleep, eight leisure, eight work. Uh, yeah. Ridiculous. But I think it also is like, anyways, I'm not going to get into that. That's, that is, a, it's a good thing to look at if you want to, like, try to set some kind of structure to your day. Um yeah. And then. I think regiments are really important. Uh, I believe that structure and consistency create safety. So safety within ourselves uh, is to do, you know, like every Saturday morning, I used to go uh, hit a bucket of balls at seven in the morning uh, because it made me feel good about myself not still being up. For example, Mm -hmm. on a Saturday morning.
1: (laughs) True story. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, And And for
1: myself now, it's 7 a.m. It's funny you say that time, the pool, unless you and I are recording early and then, you know, I go out and get it done early. But I'll tell you, man, structure. Since I started doing it, and it's like, it doesn't matter. I can be like mid edit, seven o'clock, boom, I'm out the door and I'm down to the pool. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter. And it's like, it feels so good when I'm walking away from that work or you know what I mean? Like to go do that for myself.
2: That's why I'm, so that's what I mean. The the importance of of consistency and structure and self-care is absolutely essential in my opinion. Uh, And so, um, and then, uh, you know, I think it, because it is an emotionally intense uh, job that I have, it's important to spend time with my emotions as as an ally and to recognize my emotions as an ally and as a, a part of the comprehensive being that is me and so like yeah I, and, and so like my emotions it's important like for me i want to understand that they've all got a job to do they all have value there's no good yeah. and bad emotions they they just are and so mm-hmm. how do i be with them how do i get learn how to get stay say out of their way or how can I enhance their process? I mean, when I'm in a state of joy, I want to be with that. When I'm in a state of despair, I want to kind of be letting it do its job while I sit in the couch and watch a rom com. You know, let it go yeah. through. <laughs> you know what I mean? Eating deep fried yeah. pickles. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> and then I um, mean, you know, those are kind of the basics. But then, then I like to, um, I do, I like to look at, I like to look at at the world in different lenses. I like to do lens shifting as a practice. Um, okay. So the lens of beauty, the lens of joy, the lens of, um, of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Passion or fire, you know, and like, uh, mm-hmm. and so, and then I, and then with that, I want to go into like, maybe I picked, for example, today, I took a minute and I opened this book up and started reading it. I've read this book 600 million times in my life, but I can't get enough because it's a book that inspires me. Over and over yes. and over. That's Victor Frankl. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, you know, I, uh, and then and then you know, value. I, so a value assessment is a way of self care. So returning myself to to who I am, my identity. Uh, and then I look at. Um, I want to be constantly looking at the things because I spent, You know, we all spend so much time thinking about how shitty we are at something, how we didn't do something yeah. good enough. Well, I I, yeah. I I I balance that by <laughs> by trying to spend some times in in you know achievement or. Um successes or things that I've that I've uh, been happy with.
1: Fair enough. Eh? Fair yeah.
2: enough. Comprehensive right. answer for you there, uh Ellen.
1: Yeah. Yes. All right. And thank you, Ellen, for that. That was a really great question. I think it's probably going to come up a few more times before we're done with this whole thing that we're doing, but um uh-huh. it's it's never not valid, right? Yeah. So, um, Blake in Kenosha, Wisconsin says, What advice would you give to someone who is considering pursuing a career in counseling or therapy? I was re- I wanted to I'm really excited to hear you answer this one for some reason. Of all the great questions that come in, this was like really got my attention. So, thank you Blake for that. Mm-hmm.
2: What advice would I give um know what you do your research. Know what you're getting into. Um understand that there is a cost uh, mm-hmm. that you know, there, well, there's a lot of sacrifice, in, really, in the field. Like For example, if I go into a room, uh, I don't know, a restaurant with my family, and I have a client or a former client there, I'm no longer dad. I'm now counselor. So I lose okay. all of my human rights. Mm-hmm. Um, and I now have to carry myself as a counselor within that space I cannot make contact with that individual I cannot introduce myself or anything like that maybe they're there with their family and I'd like to meet them well tough luck now if yeah. they want to come up to me and say hi to me that's fine but I would never I now I can't disclose But even then
1: there's a certain barrier I can't say like who a I am boundary
2: that yeah, yeah. right yeah yeah you know, of course um, right. so no. uh Ask yourself the question: Do you want to work in an industry that death is normalized? Which is something and, and I typically
1: does not pay well either. Right? So yeah, I hold think on he... a second though. Did you hear what I just yeah. said? Yes, I did. Yes,
2: yeah. I death don't want to gloss over that because that is one yeah. of the ones that I did not foresee at all. And Fair ha- enough, And there's yeah. something about what's the well, there's just the, the 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 Steve Earle song. There's something about living in pain that makes your heart hard that way, and so you are mm-hmm. constantly living with pain. Maybe it's not yours, but to be good, you got to go there. Yeah, you have yeah. to be yeah. with these individuals, um, and then and, and then of course with what you said, like I don't know, you no, know, he's all like one of the things is that everybody that goes into counseling. You can ask them why, and you're going to get a sad story.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: You know what I mean? Like right. nobody goes into this. They don't, so like you said, they don't come into this for the bucks. Yeah. You know, and there yeah. are, you know, if you're a psychiatrist, you can make a big, some big bucks, I guess. But I mean, that's never, you know, if you want go to go get an There's MBA. There's a million things you can
1: do yeah, with a lot like, less education to make that kind of money, right? You exactly. do that because you care.
2: And, so, right. um, and, and then, you know, if you decide ultimately that's good with you, then I would mm-hmm. say find your modality. Find what resonates with you. And do everything you can to embody that. Learn it, read about it, delve into it. And for me, it was about being uh, as as getting as much knowledge as possible so that I can be most effective through that modality. The modalities that I work out of are very in congruency with my my human spirit, who I am as a human being. Uh, so I you know the phenomenology and existentialism is just it really fits with my my personal philosophies and the way that I am it also is there are two modalities that work together that can really be effective for just about any problem that there is out there because it's about being human and it's about consciousness and so um you know if you're uh, a CBT person be a CBT person. If you are a DBD yeah. person, be one. I mean, you know, like, and I, I use all those modalities in my practice, but I don't, yeah. ident- I don't, never identify as a CBT, CBT person. Although I do use some of the techniques, you know. But yeah. for me, my personal philosophy is is in contrast to, to the basic CBT philosophy. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I, knowledge is power. I would say, just delve into if that's what you want to do. Be sure before you commit. Um, fair enough. Yep. And yep. like that that's okay. why I didn't continue my education in counseling. I went a different route because ultimately I want to change social systems in the way that society uh creates stigma and uses shame to control uh individuals and in the way they think and act. And so um I right. I, I doing one on one sessions isn't gonna do that. Uh and so now yeah my my counseling practice is more uh of a of a a love hobby than it is a, a vocation
1: gotcha gotcha all
2: right yeah um so Long we're end. just
1: going to have the two today for yeah. for lack of time so yeah yeah um, sorry
2: i those two questions were i don't know well, how they to were answer good. those they're good questions six. they were good answers well, you knew how question. to answer
1: them you answered quite well right so yeah Yeah.
2: yeah i realized that my actually yeah. the last one is a little bit deficit based um but, I, it's, but it's, those are things like it's reality because right, we know you, know. you want to help people. Yeah. You know, that's why people yeah. go into counseling. Uh, yeah. For me, it was yeah. I wanted to learn take take this history that I have that um, it, the optics looks awful and I could never do anything with that. And I ended up yeah. turning it into being able to help people in a way that a lot of people don't understand, you know, because yeah. of my life right. experience. So it's not a book thing.
1: I hear you. Right? Yeah, one hundred percent. I hear you. Yeah. yeah, right. So, yeah.
2: So I'll get out of the way right. of the, the end bit here. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, don't be sorry. Bitch, be better. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> I just love saying that every time I hear sorry. Anyway, listen, it's uh, it's time for my favorite part of the show. And that is the daily gratitudes. Today's daily gratitudes are a to of by something a little bit different. Uh, one of the things I am so grateful for is the help and support that I have received. Uh, through the GoFundMe page in order to get here to Thailand and to uh, begin my new journey here. Um, for those of you that aren't aware, I came to Thailand to uh, take advantage of a scholarship that was offered here at the Orchard Treatment Center uh, to address some of the traumas that, um, even now, after a year being in sobriety, which is not that long, um, and and you know building the platform and, and trying to help people as much as I have in living, breathing recovery for this last year, as, as we built the, you know, the, the podcast grows and, and our audience grows, we're trying to help people. Um, some of the big T trauma stuff that I faced in my last couple of years back, it's actually quite debilitating. Further than that, um, I, I don't even know what kind of stuff we want to start addressing after I've, my journey moves on here at Suri Yachter Center. The thing is, is I'm not coming home. I'm not going back to Canada, I'm here to stay. I'm here to stay because it's a, it's a sustainable way to, to keep doing the podcast. Um, at the end of the day, in Canada, I was making much less money than, uh, than social services would have paid me had I chose to go that route. And that said, out of that money, I still had to cover my expenses for the podcast, and et cetera, et cetera. So um, I, I was living a very um, very hard life that way financially. So it, it just made sense to stay here in, in, in Thailand, where the cost of living is so much cheaper. Just before I left, uh, one of my sponsors has had to pull out. I, I won't say the name of it, um, but they, they've just, they rolled. Right. The landscape in Canada has meant that, um, that there's a lot more competition because people are taking advantage and, well, I don't want to get into it. But anyway, um, my sponsors broke. I'm continuing to advertise for that person, for that sponsor, um, because they helped me out in a time when they um, didn't need to help me. They didn't the extra business. Well, now they do it. So uh, I'd be I, if I could do it, do it to try and drive some, some business to their, their so, but that said, I find myself on the other side of the world trying to figure out how I'm going to make it. Um, I'm a little nervous at the same time. I know things will just fall into place. If I keep, you know, doing the right thing, making good choices, living a good life, helping people. Um, I have, I have found that life has a way of coming full circle and that I'm okay. However, um, I do have to ask, you know, the GoFundMe page is still going. I never even came close to my goal before I left. So if you can find it in your hearts to give a little bit, I so much appreciate that. Uh, $10, $25, a $100 have changed my life here because it goes so very far. And remember, I am um, here to continue the work that we're doing, to continue spreading that message, that you are loved message, that message of inclusion, message of hope, and... I can't imagine myself doing anything else. That's why I just moved halfway around the world with everybody I know and everything I know because it's just too important to me. So, uh, if you can't help out, sharing the GoFundMe, it's on the Facebook page, of course, um, means a lot to me as well, you know, to, to help get that word out. So, anything you can do would be much appreciated. And uh, that's enough for me rambling on. Uh, let's get into our daily gratitudes. Thanks for
2: listening. Back to the show. What you got for us today, Ryan? Something pretty magical about family and closeness and and love, you know um I'm grateful for people's ability to create safety to allow me to be me and feel yeah. okay in that you know uh and that seems to happen it doesn't happen a lot um but the people that do and I speak to my family because they're certainly. Uh, there's nobody in this planet that I feel like that other with or compared to Marina and obviously the kids, but um, mm-hmm. but the, but I do have some close friends that are in that realm, yeah. and it's just yeah. such a special, special thing to to mm-hmm. to have people in your life that allow you the space to not have to put on a mask. Like it, it's right. it's amazing, actually, and yeah, it it and, and yeah. a breath of fresh air. Because it's exhausting changing masks and having to create them and remember who's mm-hmm. what. Did, did it? Did it. I, I personally where I'm at, 45 years old. Not many masks left because I really don't give a shit and I don't have the energy. Right? You right. know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. So no, I know. I do. Yeah. Uh, yep. And that's, yep. that, that's the only one I'm going to do today. Uh, it's a, it's a deeper one or a long-winded yeah, one. It is. But, yeah. Yeah. It is um for myself
1: and it actually if you're on in the Facebook page and the new Facebook group did you join the new Facebook group? I hope so. The Ashes is Awesome Group. Mine me too. Yeah. Um I'll send you an invite if I haven't. Well, I, I know I did, but um it's it's a uh, Rising from the Ashes. Ashes to Awesome Rising from the Ashes it's called, right? Okay. It's an, it's an open group, so it's a public group. So anybody can join, post, whatever. decided not to put a bunch of rules on it, and it'll stay that way until such time as... So you have to... There's a need to change it.
2: Yeah,
1: right. You like, know. I won't micromanage you until um, you
2: need micromanaging. <laughs> right, right. Yeah.
1: Um, so I've started doing daily gratitudes inside there. Yeah. Right? Um. Which I think I, I have to stick to. I, I committed to it once before, and I let it fall off, and it bothers me every time I think about it. So best way to handle that is to get back on track with it, right? So, okay.
2: Back to horse, my yeah.
1: gratitudes than, you yeah, know, What
2: was the last uh, part else. of it? Ashes, awesome.
1: What? Ashes, awesome. Uh, rising from the ashes. Right. So, and it's got that orange phoenix as a as a as the thing there. Okay. Um, if you, yeah, yeah. So definitely worth it. And actually, another group I'll mention right now is the Trap House Testimonies Community Group. She is she's awesome. Chantel is you know I, I love Chantel. She's she's incredible. We've had some great debates with yep. people, um, and and. I've crushed a few, not going to lie. I've crushed a couple people. I, you know, I, you know, um, some interesting things there, but not the feeling. Um, and I also, I created another group randomly the other day, which is my second gratitude is the, um, happy bananas. So, and I don't know if you saw that or not. Happy bananas group. No, I didn't. <laughs> it, no, I'll let So I don't know if I've explained, have, do you know what happy bananas means yet? Have I explained this to you? No, no
2: but I will say, no. it, I just okay. want to say,
1: yeah. Yeah,
2: that One of my fantasy football teams is called the Banana Tuggers.
1: <laughs> I think you just made Happy Bananas dirty. I think that just happened. And I, and I will say, anyway. uh,
2: I stole that name from uh, Matt Brown, if you're listening. Thanks for the name. Okay. okay. The BTs. So, happy Bananas. <laughs> um, when I first got here to Thailand,
1: I was talking to um, Attica and Lisa about the fruit here. I said, like, the bananas are like dessert. Like, it's totally different than back home, right? Oh. And because they're just sweet and because they're ripe when they're picked. And it, like, it's a totally different thing, right? They're so good. And Attica, who's from Indonesia, says, yeah, here the bananas are sad. Meaning in, in Canada, they're sad bananas. Oh, inferring that here, they're happy bananas. So now, usually at like 5.30, 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm creeping around this huge property where there's more statues. Like, there's, I still don't know where they all are. They keep popping out at me. There's statues. And I'm placing these bananas on the statues in different ways and and (laughs) i I, I started i I was i was sending it to the group chat with just three of us and then i added angie hamilton from last week's weekend ramble to it and i was like you know what why am i just like why not just do something stupid and random for people to giggle at once a day right and with the hopes that eventually people start submitting their own happy banana kind of things or whatever right but you know like i've got some just ridiculous some of them are just stupid some of them are ridiculous but i every day i upload at least one picture of happy bananas. Right. So interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah uh right? we're we're all doing some serious shit. We're all immersed in some really yeah, intense yeah. stuff. And if you just laugh at something stupid and random once a day, just cuz your hey, life's can you, be a little bit better. Right? Could you
2: put oh, one up there yeah. for me? Of course I will. Absolutely. I want you to Google yeah. Johnny Chimpo. Okay. Johnny Chimpo. Put, put yeah. a Johnny Chimpo picture up on the have you been at his page? Johnny Chimpo. Now I'm gonna look that up right now. Johnny <laughs> Chimpo. It's from uh it's from uh Johnny Chimpo. Super Troopers. super.
1: Troopers. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's going up for sure. That's almost too suggestive, but not quite too suggestive. Oh, there's so one he's that, going on.
2: Uh, yeah. Th- the one that yeah, I have in the cover yeah. of my fantasy football team is very suggestive, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely going up for sure, for sure. So <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, you have to check it out and it's just like once a day. Just some stupid thing. Happy like, bananas. I got my bro? Spider-Man Bluetooth speaker. He's got a banana peel on wearing as a wig. You yeah. Know? <laughs> that was like a 345 in the morning thing.
2: because ADHD. But anyway. Yeah. Well, so, so much for sleep hygiene. <laughs> eh? <laughs> Happy bananas. i Yeah. Happy yeah. bananas. That's a band.
1: He's got a. Oh, who knew? Right. Yeah.
2: I did There's, not know oh, that. join. There's join. Okay. Joined. Oh, you found it? Okay, there yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Join right, I joined yeah, both so. of those that you talked about. All
1: right. All right. Oh, there's my notification that you joined, just like that. So, anyway, um, hey, listen, I'm also grateful to each and every single person that continues to watch, listen, and support in any which way. Uh, you guys, this has been an amazing journey that I'm on, and can continue to go. And like, we're just getting started. So, uh, like, comment, share down there do the things that you need to do we really do appreciate every single time smash the subscribe button anytime you do any one of these things you're getting me a little bit closer to living my best life my best life is to continue making a humble living spreading the message the message is this if you're an active addiction right now today could be the day today could be the day that you start a lifelong journey Reach out to a friend, reach out to a family member, call into to detox, go to a meeting. I don't really care. Do whatever you got to do to get that journey started, because it is so much better than the alternative. And if you have a loved one who's suffering an addiction right now, just taking the time to listen to our conversation. You just take one more minute out of your day and text that person. Let them know they're loved. Use the words, you are loved. That little glimmer of hope just might be the thing that brings them back.